Robin, an absolute pleasure to have you with us today. Um, thank you very much for joining us. Um, I really want to just um, just take a few moments to really talk about the human aspects of uh, of security, as I know that this is something that you've got some first-hand experience of, and, and it's one of the things that motivated you to get into to this industry in the first place. Perhaps um, if you wouldn't mind um, just sort of starting explaining how you got, got here, really, what, how you got into this industry, that'd be really helpful. Well, first of all, thank you for including me. It's such an honor. I uh, really enjoy, as you know, talking about the human factor side of, of cybersecurity, as I think it's just, it's it's a huge hot topic right now. And, right. Um, and I feel very lucky to be um, studying it and um, doing the research that, that I've been doing. But uh, as you said, just how, how I jumped from one career into mm. cybersecurity career, I, I had a, a pretty successful business back in the States and, and had um, uh, built a brand and we were on a pretty exciting path. Um, and I had an internal hack, which was sort of the beginning of the end of, of my operation. And, and as you and I discussed, it's, it's, it's not just the internal issues and it, it, it's what that mentally can do to you as, mm. as a business owner, just it, it, it pulls out a lot of your, your self assurance, your, um, where you think you know things and you, <laughs> you begin to have some self-doubt, right, about mm. how this could have happened, you know, what if, why, why did I allow this to happen, why was I not paying attention, but uh, there are so many facets of running a business mm. that there's just no way that you can put, you keep your eye on, on everything, there's a, there's got to be levels of trust that you put in mm -hmm. people and, um, you as we know, on the human side of things, there's there's basically, when it comes to internal issues, and I don't like to call things internal threats. In my research, I, I, I just call them human factors because there's there are errors, there are uh, credential issues, there mm -hmm. is social engineering, and there's also maliciousness. Mine happen to be malicious. But um, you know, once I closed the business and I decided I really wanted to figure out what had happened and how I could parlay this into an experience where I could help others possibly mm. avoid what I had gone through. And so mm. I went and um, got my master's in information security and, and specialized in, in the human factor side. Mm. So. Do, do you think that enough of an emphasis is put on, you know, the human centric side of security? Um, I, I probably don't think there, is, there isn't. I think there's, often emphasis on flashing lights and not enough emphasis of on, on the actual, the, the people sometimes involved. And I think, what, what do you think? So in, in, in research, it is, it is a proven fact that, it, well, let me back up. We've got people, process, and technologies, mm -hmm. correct? We spend a lot of money on the technology and processes, and we're not investing a congruent amount in the people in the human side of things. And in healthcare, I, I made a post about this the other day. As in healthcare, they say we've got to, from board to ward, protect the institution because it's all made of people. So it's it sometimes to me it seems so simple. But if it was so simple, why aren't we addressing things in our industry the way we need to? 
I see a, a tiny bit of a shift, I think. It could be because it's all I focus on. So I read all the articles and I, and I see the, the um, data and I hear what people are talking about. And, and in a lot of your other interviews, people have talked about mm. what we need to be doing to address this issue. Mm. Um, it's, it's critical because the internal issues are rising every year. So it doesn't matter how many flashing lights and widgets we bring in. Mm. It's not going to change the fact if we don't address uh, the root of the problem. Mm. And, and what do you think the pandemic has meant to this? Uh, we've seen some trends. <laughs> we've definitely seen some trends from this side of changes of attitudes towards human-centric threats. But I want to get your opinion on that. Well, we weren't ready, were we? No. And um, working, remote working, and I, I was talking to another research think tank and, uh, you know, what are the ramifications of COVID and the remote working? And it's going to take us a while to, to really figure mm. it all out. Mm -hmm. but, um, but now more than ever, one thing that I do know and that I talked to some of my colleagues about is that if we can, if we can go in and personalize with your employees, with your staff everywhere from the CEO down to your student intern, right? Everybody, if we can indoctrinate cyber safety, cyber security from a personal basis, you know, from, from, from my personal phone, my children, my home computer, when people have a buy-in personally, they tend to then own it more, if that makes sense, when they go into their organization, if they understand what they're protecting and, and, and their place in protecting those assets, that I am just as valuable as if I ignore um, a patch, if I ignore and if I quickly go through and hit a phishing yeah. email, right, that it could damage the organization. Yeah. Now, I will say that one person clicking on a phishing email at a lower level staff should not take down a whole entire company. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, that's another issue.